Hello everyone. Welcome to our third episode of 5 Steps Ahead. I'm Devika speaking to you from the Steel City, Hamilton, Ontario, and today you are going to be listening to my conversations with my close friend Shruti in the US and we are going to be sharing our networking experiences. Shruti, how are you doing today? Hey Devika, I'm doing great and I'm so excited that we're doing this fun episode. So Shruti, I think we are both ideal candidates for talking about networking. Having come to this country to pursue higher education, I've come to realize that networking is a vital part of career development which includes reaching out to your community, learning to interact with professionals and most importantly learning to explore the job market. Absolutely Devika, I agree completely. I have come to learn the importance of networking in job search in the past few months that I've lived here. I have learned that at least 70% of jobs, if not more, are filled through networking and no longer by regular online or paper applications. Shruti, I'm going to go back a few years now. I remember when you first came to the US, you were finishing up your PhD and you were looking to explore new opportunities. So, what was your experience like when you decided to start networking? Yes, I have since completed my PhD and I'm looking for my next opportunity in genetics research. So, initially, I had been applying for jobs in the traditional way because I did not even know what networking meant in this context. The only experience that could come close to networking kind of activity for students like me were conferences. At conferences we would have the opportunity to have a casual conversation with other delegates at meal or coffee breaks but even in those instances i would always restrict myself to talking only to the people that i already knew or to those presenters in whose research i was really interested in i have always been hesitant about going and making a new connection or starting a conversation with someone i do not know but that's exactly what's expected of you at a networking event you enter a room full of strangers and then you start a conversation with the first person that you see so to speak it is really awkward and intimidating although it's true that everyone feels that way and that is probably easy if you didn't think too much about it that's what i've learned over the last few months attending over 12 networking events and i've come this far 12 networking events that's a really big number good for you shruti you mentioned that it was very difficult for you to walk into a room full of strangers and have a conversation tell me about your first icebreaker networking event and i'm also curious to know what all went wrong <laughs> the first time is really hassle free for most of us My first networking event was at the biotech center nearby. I signed up because there was a talk on LinkedIn and then open networking that was to follow. As it is I was very nervous. The fact that there were about 70 professionals at that event on that day didn't help things. So I chose to keep to myself and just hung around at a line waiting to meet a recruiter after the talk. Luckily, someone standing ahead of me turned around and started a conversation with me. and this continued with a few others who came up to me and initiated conversations by then i got a bit comfortable 
and I mustered the courage to go up to someone and start a conversation. So I walk up to this gentleman and introduce myself, and then I ask him, "What brings you here?" And then he says, "My car." For a moment there, I froze, and then he cracked up. I still couldn't laugh because I hadn't realized that it was a joke. I felt really foolish. He then changed the subject and tried to make me comfortable. It must have been obvious to him that it was my first time. However, after that incident, I didn't have the energy to go up to anyone else, so I just left the building. That must have felt really awful, and I'm very sorry you had to go through that. I guess the guy was trying to crack a joke, but that was not his best timing in your case. Yeah, it felt like a mean joke, but there's really nothing to take offense. Perhaps he was just trying to be informal. Now, what about your first networking event, Devika? Tell me something about that. Honestly. If I remember correctly, I was a nervous wreck at my first networking event. I think I had forgotten to take my business cards and my phone had died on me. So, of course, I had gotten lost. I was very worried about my elevator pitch and it was very scary. Having been in academia for so long and being an introvert, I found it really hard to talk to people. I think my first networking session was about 6 months before I graduated with my PhD. I remember going to this place in Toronto and standing at the entrance. In front of me, I had approximately 100 people in their professional attire and at that particular point, though it's not logical, I felt everybody in that room had their career figured out and here I was just starting. The first conversation was rough. It started with hello, how are you? Tell me a little bit about yourself. That's the standard line with which most new conversations or even interviews begin. And I found it really difficult. By the time I had spoken to the second and third person, the conversation went a lot more smoother. By the end of the evening, I had managed to talk to about 20 people and I had scheduled information interviews with four of them. Today I'm still in touch with most of these people and I often bounce ideas off them when I have a career related question. So it began my saga, the first of many networking sessions. Wow, you made 20 connections at your first networking event? You must be really good at this. I don't know about good, but I think I was lucky the first time. Tell me, at your first event, did you have an elevator pitch ready? I did not have one prepared. In fact, I didn't know about the elevator pitch until my fourth or fifth networking event. That's when I learned that people had these nice introductions prepared about themselves, and they always included something to attract the listener's attention, as well as convey something really important to them that described who they were. My introduction was more like my name, my background, and what I was looking for at that event. So, was yours like how I described? Did you have a nice elevator pitch prepared? Background and what you're looking to achieve 
That is probably the most important information that needs to be conveyed in an elevator pitch. To answer your question, in my case, I was overprepared. And I drove my friends crazy by rehearsing for the question, tell me about yourself. You know, when you think about it, it is a very simple question. But it definitely takes a while for us to become comfortable talking about ourselves. Of course, there is no pressure at all. You have to just complete the elevator pitch in 30 to 45 seconds. It is very similar to a tagline that you have to use in an advertising campaign. One line to explain. What is your value proposition? You know, at the very end of the networking session, it went all right after trying it on 20 people. But I have to say, it is difficult when you're just starting out. So you actually experimented with your elevator pitch at your first networking event? Of course. Trial and error. That's how it rolls. Well, I think the fact is, culturally, we are trained to not talk about ourselves. We don't feel nice when we say things about ourselves. We tend to think that we are bragging. I agree completely with that statement. We talk about our career and education plans with parents, teachers and friends. It is not often that we go out of our way to connect with new people to talk about ourselves and learn about their careers. And this is just one of many benefits of networking. Shruti, we discussed a lot of benefits today. So among those, what has been your biggest eye-opener? The biggest eye-opener for me from networking is the realization that it is basic human nature to look out for each other. All the people that you had just met at a networking event who were strangers a little while ago turn into your well-wishers or even advocates. So this is how it works. When I've met someone at a networking event, I have learned something about them and I know what they're looking for. So if I come across any information that might be relevant to them or a job posting that they would be a suitable fit for, I pass on that information to them. And all my connections do the same for me. So your search is actually multiplied by that many number of people who are your connections looking out for you. Isn't that great? That's the biggest takeaway for me from this networking activity. So what about you, Devika? What is your biggest takeaway from networking? It didn't occur to me then, but for me, the biggest takeaway was information interviews. You can sit down, have a coffee, and have a professional conversation with a person for 20 to 30 minutes. And this is not just any random person. This is somebody who can potentially relate to your situation and experiences. When you sit down and have people discuss with you about your career, it brings remarkable clarity to your thought process. I've also realized that after coming to this point in my career, I still have many unanswered questions. I start thinking about how to navigate through this career path and this brings forth more questions. It makes me wonder how are students getting these types of questions answered? Should they not be having at least twice as many doubts? 
Yes, students who are finishing their studies often tend to have a lot of questions about their future. It is always a good idea for them to talk to as many people as they can before they make crucial career decisions. Altogether, I see a lot of benefits forming a community, meeting like-minded individuals and finding people whom you can bounce ideas off with. So, what's the catch? None absolutely. I don't think there is any catch. Networking can be as useful as you want it to be. In my opinion, networking is a type of investment that you make towards your future. You are definitely going to get a lot of good returns on it. Speaking of the future Devika, what is our next episode going to be? Great question. For our next episode on July 10th, we will be discussing how networking has become an essential tool for professional development especially for students. Are you interested in more resources for career development? Check out www.careersinfinite.com for our podcast 5 steps ahead and career reviews blog. If you like this episode, Please rate it and subscribe to 5 Steps Ahead in iTunes or your favorite podcast app. We love to hear back from you. Share your questions or comments with us at www.careersinfinite.com. Thank you all for listening.